Welcome to American K Sisters. My name is Linda. I am Hina. Enjoy our show about the spectacular American life of two Korean sisters. Hey, Linda, how are you doing? Hello, hello. I'm good. We are recording on Friday at the end of the day. I'm very excited for the weekend. Yeah, same here because it's a long weekend for me. Um, it is. It's not a long weekend <laughs> for me, but I'm still content. I'm happy for I you. I like that vibe. And I'm also mm-hmm. very surprised because you are so energetic. Because unlike me, you are more energized from working in person in the office. In your case, it's classroom. So tell me more about it. I heard that you started teaching in-person classes. You're right. I remember that you are not as excited about working in person (laughs) in in your office than I am. (laughs) I started teaching in person three weeks ago. We just finished the third week. That school that I got a job in local area, their program started a little later than my usual school. So it's been three weeks. Mm -hmm. I'm very happy with it. Uh, It's small class and um. Because it's a higher level ESL class, there are more students in the lower level and less students in the higher mm-hmm. level. So it's it's a small class, and I was very worried about it before. Yeah, I remember um, going back to in person classroom after like three years of teaching remotely mm-hmm. um, because of COVID. Actually, just because of COVID. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I'm wearing mask near student and. Um, I'm fully vaccinated, mm-hmm. and I have small class. I mean, there are only a few students, mm-hmm. so I feel less worried yeah. about um, getting COVID from students than having a full classroom. Mm-hmm. And my students like my class so far. I like them. I like going in. Yeah, good to hear that. That's awesome. Well, I'd be happy to share my experience, which is a little different, but I totally understand what you are feeling right now because that... Mm-hmm happened to me three months ago when I started (laughs) going into the office. (laughs) It was quickly forgotten. (laughs) Okay, so for today, we are going to talk about how we've been spending this winter and what we are looking forward to this spring because there's a lot going on this winter very specifically. As we just said, Linda Mm. started teaching in class in person, Mm -hmm. in class, Mm -hmm. and I returned to the office three months ago. Right. Right. (laughs) Yeah, so let's talk more about how our winter has been. How has your winter been? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. You know what? I... I I feel a little weird asking you because I know how your winter has been, but our listeners do not know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I can definitely hear yeah. more. So how's it going? So I'll just continue uh, about returning to the office. So mm-hmm. last year, starting November, I started going in um, once in a while 
because I think I had some few in-person client meetings and I have new leadership. One of them is based in, you know, New York area. But then officially starting this year, 2023, our company rolled out this policy, which is two-day mm-hmm. mandatory in-office. Um, mm-hmm. So starting January, I went in every Tuesdays and Wednesday. Actually, mm-hmm. I really liked it because after mm-hmm. three years of working from home, especially in winter, you spend most of your time at home in your room. Right. It's convenient, but sometimes I really miss having a conversation with real per- person not related mm-hmm. to work because if you are in Zoom meetings, you rarely talk about something else. Right. You stay focused. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, so I really liked the first three months until this point. <laughs> it feels really nice to be in the office. And thankfully, I had a seat by the window. So sometimes mm. I feel like I can totally focus on my work. Because sometimes, yeah. many times, when I'm in room, I often get reminded of other duties that I have, which is associated oh. like housework, housework yeah. you know. But then, yeah, being in the office was kind of nice. But recently, my company extended one more day. So now I'm going in three days. That additional one day makes a huge difference because, right. yeah, it's it's really tired. Um, and Right, you're going across the river. Yeah. You're taking bus. Yeah. You have to go, go outside before the bus gets there. Yeah. Like, and then... You have to do all the dressing up and wrap up. Yeah. I'm like, I don't even think about it because I don't do it all the time. (laughs) And the other thing that I felt recently or realized recently is that that one additional day makes me really feel drained because I'm surrounded by people and I'm constantly hearing other conversations that I'm not really associated with. And then I constantly run into people in the hallway or kitchen or conference room. And then I, again, as an introvert, I feel really stressed about having a small talk and mm-hmm. water cooler conversation. So right. that's something I really thinking a lot I've been thinking a lot about because Mm -hmm. not just returning to the office this winter I happen to be in many social gatherings right right so overall there has been increase of spending time with other people outside yeah yeah and and it does spend a lot of your mental energy Mm mm-hmm Yeah, but Mm -hmm. the other social gatherings are more voluntarily. For example, I went to an alumni conference and also Mm -hmm. I got invited to a really cute and pretty Galentine's Day group event, which is... You didn't tell me this. No, Linda, we have to catch up. Gaps, gaps in communication. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Exactly. I'm happy for you. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was fun. Like, first I was like... Okay, because I'm not from this Galentine culture, so I'm like, what? What is this? Like, just girls mm-hmm. only. It's cute, but maybe you know. Mm-hmm. I ended up meeting really cool people, mm. um, inspiring gals there. Oh, so, and also I got a chance to promote our podcast as well. Woo-hoo. I mean, it just fits like American K Sister on Galentine's Day. Exactly. We should do that next year. We can do Galentine's event for our podcast. Yeah. Exactly. Oh. oh. I love that idea. Oh. oh my god. 
write it down, write it down. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> write it down. <laughs> write down, everyone. Listener, write it write down. Remind down. us. Just, uh, we don't have the date yet, but just mark your entire February for next year. <laughs> the entire February. Because <laughs> we don't have the exact date yet. <laughs> right, right. Oh, gosh. Yeah. That sounds fun. I feel like I did not go to places very much in winter except the holiday Mm -hmm. season i visited chris and i visited his families first and then my family Uh, and that was it once we got back i was busy we are both busy prepping for spring semester and once the semester started we can't really go anywhere so we've been just like work rest work rest Mm -hmm. yeah repetition Yeah, anything that you are doing a little differently during this kind of season? I know that you are busy, spend more time Mm -hmm. indoors. Any little spicy in your day-to-day life or anything fun? Spices. I actually eat spicy food. (laughs) (laughs) I know that. That helps. (laughs) But you know, Hina and I talked about this pre-winter. I think like Mm -hmm. October maybe. Like how we are going to cope with winter because we are both active but we don't get to be as active during winter outside because of winter weather Mm -hmm. so we wanted to actually be prepared to stay mentally healthy and happy throughout the winter so we made plan and one of them was attending zoom exercise classes like zumba classes right because we did that year before it was very helpful. So we wanted to do it again this winter. So I think we've been going to that maybe once a week. And I know you went to K-pop dance class mm-hmm. too. So those have helped me too. Like I try to do regular exercise, Zumba, yoga, Pilates every day. Yeah. And that helps. When I do yoga or Pilates in the morning, I put on the full spectrum light box. Oh, happy light. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Or like happy light. Yeah, I guess that's a brand name. But uh, it's a f- light box. I don't know, notebook size. Mm-hmm. Uh, it emits the full spectrum light that has the benefit of sunlight. I used to get a lot of uh, symptoms of SAD, Mm-mm. seasonally affective disorder. Right. So feeling depressed from lack of sunlight during the winter. AKA winter blues. Right? You're right. And once I started using the light box, it has helped a lot. Mm. So I use that every morning. I also recommend it to Hina. Right. So I recommend to everyone, actually, everyone (laughs) who feels winter blues. So that's very helpful. Yeah, I think all the things you just mentioned, I learned from you, mm-hmm. especially those online live classes. Because right. I started with my yoga daily exercise, uh, just logging into my YouTube because I YouTube, follow this right. YouTube channel. But mm-hmm. I think during the pandemic, you told me that you are attending this live online mm-hmm. Zumba classes. Right. Uh, I think I found... I love Dance NYC online classes Mm -hmm. through you as well. Mm -hmm. So at first, it was so new to me and I didn't feel... I I was not really excited. Oh, that's weird. Like online, I'm just doing this Mm -hmm. alone at home. But guess what? I loved it. So Mm -hmm. I've been rigorously, you know, taking online dance classes and the Zumba classes. And Mm -hmm. now recently, I found out this... 
um, workout program. Um, I think it's called the Peloton digital membership. Mm-hmm. So even though you do not own um, Peloton equipment, yeah, you have access to a ton of recorded session as well as mm-hmm. live streaming session, which was perfect mm-hmm. for me because I love to work out at home because I just feel so lazy to go out somewhere. And um, mm-hmm. transportation is just so inconvenient in many ways. Right. Right, in your area, definitely. Yeah, and um, the biggest reason is obviously I'm still concerned about getting COVID, especially when there are so many people in a small Mm -hmm. area. Yeah, thank you, Linda. You have a lot of tips about conquering winter blues. Right, right. I learned a lot on my own. Mm. No one really taught me to, to regular exercise or like use light box or meditate, blah, blah, blah. Well, that's what adults do. Yeah. You have to figure out what works for you, yeah. right? You know, you don't you don't have another person to supervise you or teach right. you how to do it. You have mm-hmm. to seek it yourself. So, and you know, once I find whatever is helpful, I try to share the information with people around me. Mm-hmm. When it works for them, it makes me happy. Yeah. So I'm, I'm glad some of that works for you, Hina. Yeah. These little things that I found that, works Mm -hmm. well for me I feel so proud of myself (laughs) and Mm -hmm. I'm trying to like self-pet me oh Hina good job you find uh, this thing that works for you and you like it I know (laughs) yeah what about food any particular food you indulge especially in winter Mm. I like spicy food in general, mm-hmm. uh, but I crave it more during the winter. Same. Hot spicy right. food, like uh, maratang or hot pot Same. or even Korean food. Like I eat definitely more ramen mm-hmm. um, <laughs> during winter than during summer. Mm-hmm. How often do you eat ramen in winter? Uh, it depends on if I have ramen at home or not. If it's there, I eat often. Once I run out... I just can't eat it because it's not there. Yeah, <laughs> I think this week I at least ate three times. Mm-hmm. Three times per week on average. Right. Oh, okay. Definitely this week, but I'm not sure. Okay, two, so two, three to, times. two to three. Okay. Yeah, right, right. A week. I don't feel bad about eating no, ramen. Because you make a good and healthy <laughs> ramen soup. <laughs> right. You know, my listeners <laughs> will probably already know. Right. <laughs> I care about nutrients. So when I make ramen, which is mostly carb, pure carb, mm-hmm. I always add uh, vegetables. Mm-hmm. I also add protein. Mm-hmm. If I have tofu, I put in tofu. If I don't have tofu, I will open a can of bean and put it in there. Put something. Oh, wow. If I ha- I don't have that, I will eat nuts. Oh, you know what? If I don't have nuts, I'll put peanut butter in it. <laughs> what? In ramen? You should try that. Wow, that's interesting. Is it good? It's good. It's better if you don't make soup. Like if you stir fry the ramen with the peanut butter sauce, it's better. I think I saw a recipe somewhere. So it's without soup, right? It's stir fried. I do both. Oh, okay. Whatever I feel like (laughs) at that time. Interesting. I want to try. And it's such a comfort food for me. Yeah. I like hot and steamy broth. Yeah, same. But, but I can't make something authentic all the time. So ramen is accessible to me. Mm-hmm. 
I'll tell you. First of all, I plan. I already plan to eat ramen for dinner after this call. I already decided. <laughs> oh, so my soul food for winter. Oh, not ramen. <laughs> oh no, sorry. <laughs> uh, aside, aside from ramen. <laughs> yeah, ramen is just a today's dinner uh, menu. Okay. Uh, but my sole winter food are first soybean paste stew. It's called penjang jjigae. Yeah, jjigae. Yeah, more like mm. I prefer jjigae stew style. Yeah. And the other one is rice cake soup with dumplings. So tteok manduku. Mm, yeah, both are good. Yeah. yeah, so I mean, obviously, those are soup or stew. I prefer hot, steamy stew mm-hmm. thing in winter, and especially the first one, soybean paste stew. So this is a very authentic Korean food mm-hmm. ingredient. It could be a little smelly for foreigners, right? Um. Right. So at first, I never thought about even trying to make this. Soup, and mm. I just thought this would be complicated to make. But mm. guess what? After I watched in the soup two or one, I don't remember. One, anyway, one. oh, it was it one, one? BTS yeah. in the soup episode, and mm. um, Suga, who's almost like the cook of the yeah the the band. chef of the yeah group. the chef yeah, <laughs> he's the mom or yeah dad. exactly. He made this. So we mean paste stew so easily, and then mm-hmm. he added this a big spoon of samjang. So it's it's a Korean dipping sauce. He had a big spoon of samjang, and that's the key You're ingredient. Right. I totally forgot about it. Yeah, that's I should what, buy one. Yeah, you should <gasps> buy one. You should oh, you yeah. should add because there are so many different <gasps> flavors of. This stew, but what I like the most is that one, that one with samjang, right, right. because that's what you usually served at Korean restaurant or especially Korean BBQ restaurant. Mm-hmm. So I really like that one, and also I prefer a little spicier version. So I add a few pieces of chopped uh, hot red pepper. Oh, so that's good. It's just perfect combination. It's not too authentic. It's spicy enough. Um and I love it. It's perfect for winter, and then you right. can have it with or without even rice. Cause I add mm-hmm. a lot more of ingredients and make it stew, not mm-hmm. like a soup. So that's nice. Yeah, I mean you can make a big portion and, and keep eating. Oh it. yeah, actually that's one right. of the reasons I like it because this one can last at least a week in the fridge. Right. So I can yeah. make a big portion and then eat little by little. Yeah. Yeah. I want to plug in my love for Yoongi here. <laughs> uh, because, you know, the time that I fell in love with Suga in BTS is uh, BTS in the soup. Mm. When I saw him cooking for his members, I'm like, he's the sexiest guy in the world. <laughs> Come on. So um, that's when my bias became Yoongi. Wait, I have a question. So, yep. Do you think you like him more because he's good at cooking or you like him because he's good at cooking? The latter. The latter. <laughs> oh, so yes. you genuinely like guys who are good at cooking? Yes. Oh, gotcha. And guess what? My bias in 17 is Mingyu, who's the chef of the group. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I learned about it uh... from watching um, 
their reality show, Seventeen reality show, and it turns out he cooks for everyone. Oh. He actually cooks for thirteen people <gasps> instead of seven. No competition here, but both are amazing. I mean, and bonus, they are good at singing and dancing too. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. I think often cooking skill is underlooked for. Korean guys, like oh, it's okay for Korean men not be able to cook. So for me, when guys can cook well mm-hmm. and they actually like cooking for other people, mm-hmm. that's a quality. That's a rare quality among Korean men. Yeah, it makes them stand out to me. Yeah, in my eyes, at least. I should watch like an episode of Le Serapim or New Jeans Cooking. Like, I wonder if I'll feel attracted to. Women who cook well, because hmm. I haven't I yeah. haven't seen them cook yet. Okay, end of uh, <laughs> hot woman and hot man talk. Okay, I lost track of what we are talking about. I think we are talking about winter. Yeah. Guess what? We spent it very hot and watching <laughs> K-pop content. Exactly. Hot Korean actors and um, singers. Definitely help mm-hmm. you spend winter exactly. warmly. <laughs> exactly. You're. Your body <laughs> will be warmed up. up. Yeah, heat up yeah. <laughs> by watching the cool contents. So we are getting toward the end of winter. Hopefully, fingers crossed. <laughs> I mean, it's really warm these days, so I'm like, "Whoa, winter is almost over." But we'll see. I well, so first of all, that's what I've been telling to so many people, and what I heard is people saying is that, "Yeah, I like it, but I don't like it because I like it. It's warm, but then I'm really concerned. This is crazy. You're I right. mean, it's January. Right. It's like fifty. Like the other day was fifty to sixty. So, oh man, very concerning. It is a yeah. concerning. I I totally believe it's a sign of climate yeah, change. Yeah, exactly. And, and to us, it's like oh, we can enjoy the warm weather, but it can be very disruptive to nature and wildlife. Yeah, I agree. So, well, we do our best mm-hmm. to to help with climate change. Mm-hmm. The thing is, even though it has been really warm, we are still so looking forward to real spring, <laughs> and can't wait. To me, the spring comes with flowers, mm. all the colorful flowers, yeah. and that makes me so happy. Every time I step outside the door, I see flowers, and it just makes my day. Yeah, those are not here yet, so it's not spring yet. Yep, it's not spring yet mm-hmm. officially. So, is there anything that you are looking forward to this coming spring, in addition to weather, nicer weather, and flowers? I think I will just spend more time outside. Mm-hmm. These days, I still go outside to take walk, but I cannot sit outside to read. Right. I cannot like go picnic and eat outside <laughs> unless you bundled so, up. <laughs> right, it's not very enjoyable no. on most days. So. In spring, I can start doing that. So I look forward to that. And there's a spring break. I get one week of break from oh, my school. Right. When is it? Is it I March? I told you, Hina, right? Oh, the week you're coming over. To New York City, oh, right. Right, right. My parents are visiting my brother again. So I'm uh, scheduled to sit their dog for me <laughs> for a week. And I'm excited for that. Woo-hoo. Woo-hoo. Yeah, we're going to meet up. So we're, we're going to do something fun. Yep, yeah. we'll do that. How about you? Anything you are looking forward to? 
what I'm looking forward to are not finalized, so I'm kind of praying for. <laughs> is it is a secret? <laughs> no. So there are two things. So first okay. one is mini vacation. So usually around March and April, I'm trying okay. to find some time. For myself, because mm-hmm. usually beginning of the year is really busy at work, a lot mm-hmm. of like stress, and also um, you know winter blues and everything. Mm-hmm. I kind of need some time back, especially in a warmer area like Florida. Mm-hmm. So the past two years, I used to go um, down there around you know end of winter, but um, this year I haven't really decided. Probably I'll go to Florida or somewhere else. Like Chris and I, my Chris and I are talking about going somewhere else around April. Okay. Nothing is again okay. finalized. So, but anyway, I'm pretty sure I will go somewhere. <laughs> so regardless okay. of where I go, um, I'm just excited. It's going to be somewhere warmer. So yeah. that's one thing. And the other one is concerts. But ah. we don't have tickets yet. <laughs> you're you're talking about Augusty, right? I'm talking about two actually. Two, right? Um, so one is Epic High, March 16th. But I'm just still watching and waiting until the prices go down. The other one is. <laughs> uh, Sugar Augusty. It's like it's like. Tickets, <laughs> tickets. You know what? Uh, the moment I found about his US tour, I already felt so sad. Did you no, feel the same? No, I didn't feel sad. You mean you feel like joy? Exactly at the same sense time. Sense of loss at the same time. Yeah, already sense of loss. That's so okay, true. Okay, listeners who are not <laughs> so into BTS and K-pop, so. Augusty is a rapper name for Suga, uh, one of BTS members, and he just announced actually Valentine's Day, announced a oh. solo tour, and he's coming to New York too. So we are super excited about it. But then, as any other BTS concert before, it will be super hard to get tickets. Yeah. There will be a fierce competition. Last concert BTS held. All tickets were sold out on the first day of presale for verified fans. So, like, unless you have a presale code, you won't be able to get it. Unless you wait for the resale, where scalpers buy them and just spike the ticket price to enormous amount, and and normal people like us can can buy it. So. We are hoping things will work out and we get the pre-sale code from Ticketmaster. By the way, it's random. You right. either get it or not. And get a ticket that we can afford and we can go. We'll see. We'll yeah. see. Shoga, you will see. Yeah, it's it's basically almost impossible because chances will be lower and lower because there will be more and more people who will register for the pre-sale. So chances mm-hmm. are really low. Unless you're totally fine with buying resale ticket at like few thousand or something. Yep. Yeah, it will go up to a few thousand. Yeah. And I'm not doing that. Me neither. No. Yeah, so I will keep watching uh, them on YouTube <laughs> on screen. <laughs> but if we get the ticket, oh. it'll be very exciting. Yeah. Oh, you know what? And I'm very sure the Hive will put it on streaming too. 
put put it online um, and make us pay for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So, so if anything, we'll watch it on screen. Yeah, I, I mean that's fine. Like, cause I recently had a really good experience with yet to come in cinema as well. I, I don't think this concert will be as good as yet to come in cinemas. Mm-hmm. But I, yeah, I personally enjoy watching concerts online. You're right. It'll be nice if they put it in theater. That's more fun than watching it at home. Okay, so we talk about how we've been getting through <laughs> this long winter. Yeah, that's why we developed a lot of tips and practices to survive. So I'm glad we shared our own practices. What are we going to talk about in our next episode, Linda? We only have two episodes left. It sounds actually connected to this episode. Um, We are going to talk about our self-care, what we do to take care of ourselves uh, physically and mentally and emotionally. And I think it ties into our uh, New Year's resolution. So we'll check on how we are doing with that. And we'll see. All right. We'll find out. Yeah. See you in our next episode. See you then. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, subscribe to our show wherever you listen to your podcast. Connect with us on Instagram, American K-Sisters, or send us a message at AmericanKSisters at gmail.com. If you want to learn more about each episode, check the show notes below. A big shout out to Miss Christine for the beautiful music in our podcast. Share our show with your fellow fans of Korea and K-Everything. <laughs>